0: On the evening of September 7, 1974, Reverend Charles David Albright was behind the wheel of his family's car. His wife Linda was in the passenger seat. The couple was alone, something that wasn't typical. Normally, the couple's three children would have been in the back seat. He was just named the lead pastor of New Life Center Church. He'd been the interim pastor for several months and had been filling in as a spiritual leader for a congregation in Wasco. Finally, at 34 years of age, he was at last leading an entire congregation on his own. As Charles and Linda drove south in the 3600 block of South Chester, the Albrights' car suddenly took a sharp turn. It veered to the shoulder of the roadway and ran into a telephone pole. The vehicle collided with the pole on Linda's side, crushing the hood like an accordion. The impact pushed everything behind the bumper back several inches. It was an extremely violent collision that severely injured both of Linda's legs. But was it an accident? Did Reverend Charles Albright lose control, or did he intentionally drive into the telephone pole? Was the good pastor trying to kill his wife, the mother of their three children? What unfolded in the following months makes you question whether this was an accident or an attempt to murder Linda Albright. This is The Bad Pastor. Reverend Charles Albright had only been pastor of the New Life Center Church a few weeks when the incident with the telephone pole occurred. Let me say this, I don't believe the New Life Center Church from the mid-1970s is or was affiliated with the church of a similar name that is currently operating in southwest Bakersfield. I want to make that clear. The new Life Center Church in the 1970s was located at 2001 South K Street. Today, that building is occupied by a Buddhist temple. Charles, his wife Linda, and their three children, ages 10, 9, and 4, were living in the 4400 block of Monitor Street, not too far from the church, a couple of miles south. Like I said in the beginning, the injuries Linda suffered in the traffic collision were extensive. I don't know the type of injury she received, but both legs were affected and needed surgery. She was in the hospital for an extended period of time. Even after being discharged from the hospital, Linda required a wheelchair to get around. She was unable to walk or stand for any period of time. Linda was incapacitated to such an extent that she couldn't care for her children on her own. She needed a lot of additional support from her husband, Charles. The months after the accident put tremendous stress on the Albright's marriage. Being a fledgling pastor was time-consuming. In addition to Reverend Charles' Sunday sermons, his duties also included supervising the Sunday school, attending multiple committee meetings, Bible study meetings, and he had a radio ministry five days a week. At home, he had to take on the majority of Linda's household duties, getting the kids ready for school, then taking them to and from school, and he had to take Linda to and from her doctor's appointments. Oh yeah, during all of this, he was also having an affair with one of his parishioners, a woman by the name of Mary Hicks. Reverend Charles and Mary's relationship developed when the single mother went to the pastor for counseling. Since this is audio, I just want you to know that I was doing air quotes when I said counseling. Reverend Charles was a busy man. He had his church duties, household duties, father duties, and mixed into that was Mary Hicks, his secret girlfriend. What kind of secret? The relationship was secret to the entire New Life Center's congregation. But there were a few outside of the church who were aware of the affair, like the Bakersfield police officer who caught the couple in a compromising situation on the Panorama Bluffs. The months that followed the accident was a stressful period in Reverend Charles Albright's life. So stressful, in fact, that it began taking a toll on his physical health. In early March 1975, while doing some remodeling work at the church, Charles Albright collapsed. He went to see his doctor. The doctor told him he was suffering from exhaustion and told him he needed to slow down. That was early March that he collapsed. On March 12, 1975, Linda Albright was home alone. Reverend Charles was at the New Life Center Church. By this time in her recovery, she had progressed so well that she no longer needed a wheelchair, but she did require the use of crutches and braces to walk. Around 9 p.m. on that day, Mary Hicks, Reverend Charles Albright's girlfriend, entered the garage of the Albrights' home. She was carrying a lead-filled pipe. While in the garage, she retrieved a 22 automatic handgun that belonged to Reverend Charles. From there, while carrying both the pipe and gun, Mary walked into the Albrights' house. She confronted Linda in the hallway of the dimly lit house. The two women grappled. Mary lifted the lead-filled pipe and swung, striking the still-recovering woman in the head. Mary lifted the pipe again and delivered another blow to Linda's head. When Linda fell to the floor, Mary raised the handgun and squeezed the trigger. She fired the gun three times. Mary dropped both weapons, the pipe and the gun, and left the Albright house the same way she entered. Linda, lying on the floor in the hallway, was dazed after receiving two blows to the head. But miraculously, she wasn't shot. All three bullets missed her. Using her crutches to pull herself up, she regained her footing. Moving as fast as she could, she exited the front door and managed to flee to a neighbor's. The neighbor called the police for Linda. Police interviewed Linda. The lighting was dim, but she was able to identify her attacker as Mary Hicks, a member of her husband's congregation at New Life Center Church. Remember, at this point, Linda Albright wasn't aware that her husband, Reverend Charles, and Mary Hicks were having an affair. All that changed when investigators interviewed Mary Hicks about the attack. Mary spilled her guts. She told the detectives that, Reverend Charles not only knew she was going to assault his wife, he helped plan and coordinate the attack. Reverend Charles made sure Linda would be home alone. He arranged for the three Albright children to be away from the house. According to Mary Hicks, Reverend Charles also helped fill the pipe with lead weights and told her where she could find his gun in the garage. Police arrested both Mary Hicks and Reverend Charles Albright for the attempted murder of Linda. As for Linda Albright, she was taken to San Joaquin Hospital to be treated for her head wounds. Remember, she still wasn't fully recovered from the leg injuries she received seven months before. Linda spent a couple of days in the ICU at San Joaquin before being moved to a regular room. While Linda was in the hospital, both Reverend Charles and Mary Hicks were arraigned on attempted murder charges, and both were able to bail out of jail. Soon after his release from jail, Reverend Charles Albright resigned as pastor of New Life Center Church. Linda Albright summoned a divorce attorney to her hospital bed to file the necessary paperwork to divorce her husband. In the dissolution of marriage filing, Linda Albright attached the following statement. On March 12, 1975, I was criminally attacked in my home by Mary Evelyn Hicks, who struck me on the head numerous times, then shot at me four times and left me for dead. Charles Albright admitted to me he conspired with Hicks to kill me and that he planned the attack. On March 14th, Charles Albright visited me at the intensive care unit at San Joaquin Hospital and admitted to me that an auto accident in which he was the driver and I the passenger was not, in fact, an accident, but an attempt to kill me. So, according to Linda Albright, her husband, Reverend Charles, confessed to her that he helped plan the attack with his girlfriend, Mary Hicks, And the automobile accident in September wasn't an accident, but an attempt to kill her. Several months after the assault, the Kern County District Attorney and Mary Hicks attorneys struck a deal. In exchange for her to testify against Charles Albright, Mary agreed to plead guilty for a light sentence. In August 1975, Mary Hicks pleaded guilty to the attempted murder and conspiracy to murder charges and was sentenced to a prison term of six months to life. Due to some health issues, Charles Albright's trial kept getting delayed. His trial finally got underway in late January 1976. His defense argument was that he had nothing to do with the assault on his wife, Linda. That was all on his girlfriend Mary, the prosecution's star witness. Charles Albright acknowledged his affair with Mary Hicks. He claimed that Mary attacked and ambushed his wife without any help from him. The trial lasted nine days. The jury found Charles Albright guilty of conspiracy to commit murder, but innocent of assaulting his wife. Charles David Albright Jr. was sentenced to a term of five years to life in Chino State Prison. Now, I have no idea what happened to any of the people involved in the story. I couldn't find out how many years either Charles or Mary ultimately served in prison. But if anybody knows the uh, outcome of this, please uh, email me and let me know. NotoriousBakersfield at gmail.com. Resources used for this story, the Bakersfield Californian. I'll be back next week, next Tuesday, with another Notorious Bakersfield story. Have a good week.